One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast in the world and a podcast that is hosted by two lovely little boys. My name is Nathan, one of such boys, and I'm also joined by Lawrence, who is here too, I guess. I'm not one of the lovely boys. Well, I said the love. I said we're both lovely little boys. Yeah, but then I feel like you brought it down by being like, Lawrence is here as well. Like, I'm not one of the lovely boys. But I already said you're a lovely little boy. I said we're both lovely little boys. Okay. Well, if that's how you're going to play it, but you never mentioned me by name. I was just checking. I did. I said Lawrence. But did you call me a lovely boy in the same breath? Uh, well, no, I didn't. But I already said you was a lovely little boy earlier. That what? Ugh, I hate Nathan, the so intro's a, a, a touchy ground for me. I don't know. I need to just get it in before you tell me to shut up and tell me what the show is and all of this. Well, do that now. All right, I'll do that now, but then we are going to circle back round to no, the No, we're not. Just carry on. Do the, do the thing. <laughs> Nathan, this is a show where two lovely boys, that is Lawrence and Nathan, um, we get together, we talk about all things, movies, TV shows, pop culture, games perhaps, uh, but more than likely not. Uh, and we avoid the toxic stuff that you often see in discourse around this subject Ta-da! Again, again. No idea where you're going. <laughs> I feel like I have a loose structure to it, but it's okay. like... I need a concrete one, otherwise I just I, it falls apart at the end. You had a concrete one, but then you you, you sowed you sowed the seeds of doubt, Nathan. You told me you don't have to say that all the time. So then I got creative, and then we've seen where my flaws have come out. All right, well, go ahead. I've done it now. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with this. <laughs> all right, so we're just half doing the intro today, are we? What 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 do I say? Do I normally say more than that? I don't know. You throw me for a loop now. But <laughs> I've no idea. How are you? <laughs> I am okay, Lawrence. It's a Wednesday afternoon. No, it's not. It's a Friday. I, we don't need to fucking pretend it's Friday, do we? It's Wednesday. I don't know why, don't know why we're keeping up that facade. <laughs> oh, we're recording live somehow. No, it's a Friday it's... <laughs> afternoon. We're recording this earlier than, like, later than you will have heard it published, yeah. <laughs> which is Fridays at 10 a.m. No, it's it's a uh, it's a lovely day. Well, it's not a lovely day. It actually looks like shit to be honest. It's quite grey and and uh, overcast. But hey, I am adequate. 
Yeah. How are you? I'm good as well. It is also not a lovely day here, but yeah. that won't stop a spring in my step. Is, has spring sprung? No, not, I wouldn't say yet. There's mm. definitely a warmth out there. But has it officially sprung, though? Because there's like well, a date when it springs officially. Oh, if there's an official date for it, then I don't know it. Well, we are now in BST, aren't we? The clocks have gone back, so perhaps that yeah. means... That would that, would that be the official date, though? The, the changing of time? Perhaps. Let me ask my girl. Um, hold on. When is the first day of spring? Spring began on the 20th of March and ends on the 20th of June. Yeah, so... Um, the 20th of June? Oh, yeah, because then summer begins. Um, yes, yeah, so it is spring. Spring has sprung. Ooh! And <laughs> now I... we've clarified that. This is, my, this, is my, this is my least favourite time of the year, man. You know, like, people will often get seasonal depression, like, going into winter and yeah. stuff. I'm the other way around, man. Like, yeah. winter's my time. Like, that's when I thrive. Like, as soon as the nights start getting lighter, and it's, like, broad daylight at, like, fucking 10 o'clock at night, I can't stand it. I hate it. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I think we've spoken about this before to the way, like, because in summer, you can't take off a certain amount of clothes, but in winter, no. you can always put more on. And yeah. get cozy and put on the Netflix fireplace for your home. Winter is cozy season. Summer is just uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. But then we're larger men than most. We are big boys. Yeah. So like mo where most people are like, let's put the shorts and, and t-shirts on and go and, I don't know, sit and drink beers by the lake. I'm like, no, I'm going to sit <laughs> sit on my leather sofa, stick to it with a fan blowing on me, please. Don't get a leather sofa. That's that's the truth. Yeah, I, I got rid of it now. It was a bad time. Bad mistake. Well, this is lovely content. Um, <laughs> I'm sure everyone is riveted by this. I certainly am. Lawrence, what are we doing here today? Nathan, what we're doing here today is the segment or not the segment? Well, I don't know. You tell me because I don't know where we're going. Okay, I'll go... I'll, 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 I'll steer Every, us Hello, direction. everyone. Lawrence wants to cancel another happy Nathan, question. Nathan, don't, don't bloody tell them. Play, play, play the theme song. Oh, hold on. i got to find it. Another happy question. Maybe. <laughs> Very good. If you're new here, what I do is I ask Nathan a question uh, pertaining to the topic that we are talking about, and then we hear his answer at the end. Today, Nathan, I'm going to ask you, and by extension, the audience, is this segment any good? Should we stop this segment all right, so we're just gonna have the 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 conversation we had before we recorded the podcast. But here's the twist, Nathan. We'll have it at the end in co okay. in uh, adherence with the rules of another happy question. Great. So it can go on as long as we want it to. Lovely stuff. Well, stay tuned for that. I guess <laughs> uh, we're talking about the producers, a movie that you chose. Uh, that you wanted to watch, a musical that you swore a few weeks ago you would make all of us watch more of. Yes. And I and I stick by that. Why why the producers? What what brought you to this? When Nathan, go with me. <laughs> Stop shutting me down. The producers was a movie that I watched uh, when it came out in the cinema. I went to the cinema. It was in an era where I was a uh, a young boy, and I would go see pretty much every single film that came out in the cinema. Like no matter what it was, I would see literally fucking everything. And this was one of them. I had no idea what it was. I had no idea anything about it, watched it, and I was like, oh, this is fun, and then enjoyed it. Um, and, um, yeah, it's a musical. It's a lot of fun. You know I love a musical. It's got some good music. Um, it's got a pretty absurd plot, which I enjoy. Mm. Um, and I am almost certain that you'll despise everything about it. But, hey, that's what we're here to discuss. 
I didn't despise. I fucking hate you. Stop it. The text I, I sent Nathan a text uh, as I was watching the movie with me scowling. It was a little selfie of me scowling. Uh, and I said, what did I say, Nathan? Read this however you like. How did you read it? I, I'll be honest. I just thought, yeah, he hates it, which is what I expected. Incorrect. I liked it. And it was a red herring because... I wanted I, the, what I was trying to convey through my incredibly articulate face was that I was cross because you'd chosen a movie that I enjoyed, and I was excited to rip whatever you chose a new one after your nasty, Why? nasty Why display. Why was you excited to rip my choice apart, Lawrence? For revenge, Nathan. Because, for what revenge? The revenge on your nasty words about After Sun. Well, because I had an opinion about a bad movie. Yes, but then I had to. That was, shut up! It's not a bad movie. <laughs> We're not doing this again. If you want to hear us row, there's a whole hour of it last week. No, I, I, I sent you that. I throw you I threw you a little red herring. But all in all, uh, this was a fun time. I did have a good time watching this. Uh, it was a silly fun time. And you're right, it is an, a fucking absurd plot. And one of, my, one of my first notes, which I was tempted to text you, was how the fuck is this man a functioning accountant? He's a baby in a suit. What's going on? Is he a dog now? What's happening? So that was my first introduction to it. Okay, yeah. Because they took his blanket and he, like, growled and stuff. Yeah, he needs his blue blanket. We've spoken about musicals, a whole bunch of them, um, and I liked how this is, like... this. It, although it's not singing the whole way through, it's like, it. you know, it stops and there's kind of interludes between songs that are just, like, more traditional scenes. But everyone yes. still has this kind of, like, whimsical energy to them where they're like they block the scenes in like an unrealistic way yes and like if it, everything feels so highly choreographed no it just it's, this was a it was very engaging I had, I had quite a fun time with it interesting i i am quite surprised because i genuinely thought you would despite like physically despite like when i was watching it the other day i was like oh he's gonna hate this so much <laughs> especially after like we watched after sudden i was like oh he's gonna we just did a podcast where he talked passionately about how he loves you know creative supposedly filmmaking <laughs> shut and, up <laughs> and and you know he likes movies that don't have a plot and are no fun and boring and and just <laughs> loves all this you know, why is after sun catching all these strays art, here art house stuff and then here's a movie about two guys putting on a play about Hitler being a fucking Nazi. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that, that's all That's all it's trying to do, though. That's why I like it. Like, it's not trying to do... I, I didn't go into this being like, I can't wait to break down the core themes and emotional context and blah, blah, blah. Like, I went into it expecting I want to see a, a fun little play. And this is how I go into every movie, Lawrence. Welcome to my world. <laughs> this is all I want. I don't want to just have, you know, a new revelation of life. I don't want to come away with some profound meaning about my relationship with my father. I just want to to have a good time and enjoy the movie. Out of interest, what was that profound revelation of you and your father? I don't know. I was just saying words. He doesn't want to share it here. <laughs> <laughs> He's shy. Um, no, but like, all right. So the the main thing that sold me on this, because look, I'll be honest. Was right? it the cast? Yeah, it's the cast. Okay. Because they're fun. They're really yeah. good. 
You got Nathan Lane. You got uh, Timon Andor Pumba. He's one of them. I don't know which one. <laughs> We've been saying this all week. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's which definitely... one is he? I don't know. I think he might be Timon, but I can't say for certain. Pumba sounds like a pig, so I don't know. He's also the cat from uh, Stuart Little, which we oh, discovered. You keep bringing that up. Why are you? You're obsessed with this cat because <laughs> it's his most famous role. It's not. <laughs> his most famous role is Timon Andor Pumba. His most famous role. <laughs> Is uh, Mitch and Cam's friend from Modern Family, I'll have you know. Pepper. Pepper, um, that's it. And then we also have um, Matthew Broderick, most famous for playing Ferris Bueller in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I, I disagree with that, Nathan. I think his most famous role is quite obviously Inspector Gadget. <laughs> okay. You physically pain me sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a silly mood today. But there is a reason I brought Inspector Gadget up, and we'll talk about it in a bit. Um, no, but it is absolutely the cast. Like I said earlier, the, the way they kind of like just interact with each other, the blocking, they, they work really well as like scene partners. The opening scene after the opening number is like 15 minutes long. Yeah. And it's just them two walking around one room. And it's really yeah. interesting. Much like you would expect to see in a staged show. Because yeah. like this is probably, there's a lot of like movie musical adaptations which, you know, make changes and change things up for the medium of film. This is like loyal, like extremely yeah. loyal, almost to a fault at times. Like, this is this is literally just a stage show. But even so much as like the entire cast, apart from two roles, are the cast from the show as well. Like, oh really? Yeah, like Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick were in the show for a number of years. Um, uh, Gary Beach, who plays Roger Debris, yeah, um, the the keeper gay and the the guy who played Hitler, um, he was actually starring in the show the same time it came out on the fucking oh, the wow. movie came out as well. So he was playing the role twice. Um, the only two roles that are not um, that are not in the in the show are Will Ferrell. And um, Uma Thurman. Yeah, you got it. You got to throw. Get me a star power in there to get the tickets sold. Yeah, yeah. that's really you. You're right though, because it is like when you think about it, it is set exactly like how like just a traditional play would be set, yeah, like a, yeah, a stage really show. Because like the when they're in a scene, it goes you, on. Yeah, and you don't you leave that location. Having that set for a while, so yeah, exactly. Like you just don't leave that place for a long time like it's a, it's it's a scene a, a number and then probably another scene um and then maybe even two numbers they've squeezed it in they squeezed in a few really really interesting and when you say it's like almost to a fault what do you mean oh uh, well i i think it puts some people off it that's all like yeah. for me it's great i love that shit but i think some people like it's a bit long in it if it's uh, it, the pacing can feel weird if you're not like used to that kind mm. of stuff i guess i think yeah. theater lovers which was probably what this was aimed for anyway, audience-wise. Like, they would have... They're well on board with this. It's, 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 a, it's an affordable version of the show in their living room. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this, which I'm like, my God, this is... Well, there's a lot of stuff in this, I'll just say, which uh, I'm sure we'll discuss. So I don't know if your your average highbrow theatre lover would be would, would be totally on board for this. Um, well, no, but like uh, musical theatre, there's a lot of respect in it. You can tell, and and also like the whole nature of like it's a show that's designed to be bad. So when things are a bit cheesy and a bit silly, like it's poking fun at people like that. Yeah, I know. I get, I get what you're saying. I tell you what, one thing I really wasn't expecting was um, Matthew Broderick to like give some of the funniest line reads I've heard in a long time in this. Yeah. It reminded me of you know the guy who voices Rick and Morty. 
Oh, the pedophile? <laughs> yeah, the terrible bloke that, that does those voices. The guy yeah. who was like just arrested or whatever. <laughs> that one. But like, yeah. you know, you know how his whole thing, and he, they, he did that voice for the game, but like his whole thing is like, ah, I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing a podcast, ah! Yeah. Like, oh, I, I don't really know what I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. Maybe farts, uh, butt cry. Uh. Matthew Broderick in this reminded me of that, but if it was funny. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> because it, it like the, the one line specifically where he's like uh like he <laughs> I think um Nathan Lane throws water on him he goes I'm wet <laughs> yeah, I'm wet <laughs> I'm wet and I'm hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but that's like that's exactly what that guy that Rick and Morty guy is going for. But like <laughs> the, in this instance, it's funny. I think what's good about that line is just the pause, though. Yeah. The pause after <laughs> yeah. he gets the war. Because, like, he's before that, he's just like, I'm hysterical! I'm hysterical! And then he gets the war thrown on him. And then there's just, like, a two, three-second pause. Then he's like, I'm wet! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really, really good line. Um, yeah, it's again, that's, that's, like, the interplay between them two, though. Because, like... Even just down to like tiny moments, like blink and you'll miss it. Like he he splashes water in his face, and then like without skipping a beat, the physical comedy for Matthew Broderick to spit water out of his mouth. Yeah, like just those moments. I'm like, oh, like where they're stuck in the door, and then like they they like he does a little twirl and shuts the door. Like it's just really it can make the long scenes. If you're not used to the long scenes, it can give you a real sense of fun watching them. Still, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think one of the things I like about this movie is that it is when you when you break down the plot and talk about it, it's like I said, it's fucking frankly absurd. Like yeah. everything that happens is just completely fucking ridiculous. We have a song called "Keep It Gay," um, and then <laughs> there's a musical called "Springtime for Hitler." It's fucking ridiculous from start to finish. Okay, yeah. but every single person in this plays it so earnestly and sincerely, though. They're mm. like. No, no one's like 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 the Rick and Morty thing. No one's like poking fun at this, being like, "Haha, this is stupid." But we're all having fun. Like they're yeah. all in it. Everyone's like doing everything they can to sell this, and they should because there's there's a lot of really earnest and almost cheesy moments that I enjoy. You get moments like with with like Matthew Broderick, where at times he's just a bit like, oh, gee golly, I, I want to be a producer. And, yeah. and you know, gee golly, Mr. Bialystok, I'm really excited to do this. Uh, and it's all just a bit like rosy cheeks and and naive and, and so sincere. But yeah. it just really works for this. Well, that's like the thing in like the amount of comedians that like do stuff like sitcoms is like the second that the audience think that you're not playing the truth of it as if you're yeah. playing up to the comedy it's yeah. not funny yeah that's true so let's let's briefly or at length i don't know it talk about the music of this yeah um because it's a musical and obviously we have to um, yeah but also i want to because it's good music as well um i think one of one of one of the best surprises of this is if and i'm interested to know how you thought as well because if you go into it relatively blind which i'm assuming you did um yeah you you have you know this this grand show opening you know it's a musical other than that you don't really know much about it you get all these people coming out of the show singing about max bialystok's latest uh broadway hit and then suddenly they just all turns into them just calling it shit and just <laughs> making fun of him and all that sort of stuff what did you think about that song opening night 
Yes, I was quite surprised. I, I went. I tried to go into this as blind as I possibly could. Uh, I, I already told you earlier in the week. I got um, what's the word? Like jumped by a surprise inclusion <laughs> in a caravan, um, yeah. where I found out sadly that the plot was about two producers putting on a deliberately bad play. Yeah. Still didn't know what that play was gonna be about, <laughs> and the lengths <laughs> that they went to in that. Uh, but no, yeah, so I was, I thought they, at the beginning, they were setting up that this guy was like a great producer. So when everyone came out and they were like, he's done it again, whatever they were saying. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is this kind of like, and I'll, I'll be honest, right, at the start of it, because like, it's not a super interestingly like blocked number. Yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, this seems like really run of the mill. Oh no. And then, but then immediately when they were like, yeah, it's the worst thing we've ever seen. I was like, Okay. <laughs> I'm interested. Um, yeah, just a just a completely different approach. Um, which I, yeah, which I found fun. But um, you just showed me. Is that your favorite number? What you've showed me? Yeah. So there's uh, immediately after that, I would go into um, the King of Broadway, which is cut from the movie. Is is in the musical? Um, and I think the reason they cut is because a lot of ground in that song is covered like in the the next scene with Leo and Max really yeah um, and then it will probably just be repeating some beats in a movie that's already pretty long um so I can kind of understand but it's a shame because it's a really good song and I, it's a, it's it. a, I don't think like an extra five minutes even if they trim the song down it is a good number I would have yeah. rather have seen the 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 song of the telling of what happened rather mm. than like it being revealed in dialogue yeah um but no all in all yeah i think that's good my my favorite um my favorite song in this is is the just the stupid set piece of the accounting office oh i love that yeah it's it's so good weird cameo from john lovitz for some reason <laughs> I, I think john lovitz is, i don't know it was very like i don't think i would have known who john lovitz was when i first watched it back in the day but now i'm like why is John Lovitz here, and w- w- what is he doing? This is very strange. But you yeah. want to talk about surprising cameos? Yeah, I'm sure the one at the end very much surprised you. <laughs> yeah, got a better me. Call Saul fan. Yeah, no, not even just that one. That well, I did like that one. Which but one? fucking Captain Jack showing up to be oh, head okay. fucking Nazi. That's not a cameo because I was just John Barrowman doing an acting role, but. <laughs> It's yeah. only a cameo in retrospect, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it was just him doing his job, but like I, I didn't know he was there. And given we're already talking so heavily about John Barrowman on our other podcast, still got legs out every Monday, yes. ten a.m. Um, it was quite a shock, but um, yeah, no, the the accounting stuff, like I just fucking like, I th- what's the title of the song? Like I, I want to be a producer. It I might be. be a producer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good but song. They really just call it the chorus line, don't they? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I loved that number. Um, I like how they, you know, the the accountants like are clicking on their little machines, and that's like the beat of the song. Yeah, and stuff at first as well. That's that's the kind of stuff I absolutely love. I love it when they make. Uh, there's a there's a musical term for it, but I love it when they make the beat out of like the environment. Yeah. Um, there's there's way more other notable examples, but the main <laughs> one I'm thinking of is in High School Musical two when they bang on the pots and pans. Um, but yeah, that's and, that's and none of them make the realistic sound. But <laughs> there's guys just fucking moving pepper shakers around, and they're suddenly getting this samba beat out of pepper shakers. <laughs> All right, you clearly haven't got the right pepper shakers. Was, mine, mine, mine do that when I'm cooking. Oh, um, 
<laughs> and everyone's sneezing around me. Um, no, I, yeah, I just I loved all of that stuff. Um, Matthew Broderick's like surprisingly limber for a for a bloke yeah. I wasn't expecting to be as talented as he was. He's Ferris Bueller. He's very limber. Yeah, I know, but like I just he's got to like, jump for all those gardens. Well, he's he, yeah, but he's he's older than he was in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> oh yeah, but only by like. Well, 15 that's, years or so. About 20 years, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, talk to me in 20 years. I'm not doing that. You're not doing that now. That's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, I, yeah, it was surprising to see him kind of, when I saw him, my first instinct was like, he's going to be like second fiddle to Nathan Lane. Yeah. And then like, he held that number really well. And like, it was just, yeah, just a great, great performance from him. Um, I, I, I'm amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm being honest. I think it's amazing he wasn't drowned out by Nathan Lane in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, true. I, he definitely I was, held his own. Yeah. And then like the, the stuff with that number at the end, like when the pencil, when the lead of the pencil snapped and it brought him out of its daydream, I was just like, yeah. this is, this is firing. This is good. I was like, Wow. <laughs> wow this is good this has earned my attention i said to myself as i dusted the crumbs off my lap and <laughs> oh you're such a prick <laughs> <laughs> um i love the fact that he changed his mind in that number and just went back to nathan lane and who is still there just by the famine yeah it's just implied he waited there all day yeah. <laughs> just on his knees just praying like all day <laughs> but yeah um so 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 what do they go and do uh, so they they realize well Leo realizes that they can they can make more money with a um with a flop than with a hit a, a flop of a show I love that moment where where Leo's explaining it and he goes let's assume for a moment that you are a dishonest man and he just goes assume away yeah. that's fine he's very happy with that <laughs> that was very fun I enjoyed that moment um yeah um and so they they need to put on the worst show that they could possibly put on they need to get the worst director the worst play ever written um and and I don't really understand how it works but I don't think it really matters just just get the money and don't pay people back I guess but I think yeah the film kind of like accounting because he says he can hide two grand of profits that Nathan Lane obviously stole himself yeah um and like, so I guess it's kind of implied that like, if the play cost, I don't know, fucking a hundred grand, yeah, then they're gonna make off with one point nine million, and an, a regular accountant in New York is gonna be able to hide that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how accounting works. I'm not an accountant. I'll I'll buy that they can make it work. Whatever. Yeah, it's no, not it's, really important. It's, yeah, you, you shrug it off. It's a silly fucking premise, but yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, so they they find the play, they find the motherload to do um, a, a beautiful musical called Springtime for Hitler, written by Hans Liebkin. <laughs> he, um, he, he's very clear that he's not a Nazi. Okay, he was, he was never, never a... <laughs> he was never a part of the German Nazi Party. Okay, he's very clear about that. Yeah, um, but he is a German, and he was, you know, he's about the age where a um, a guy from from that period would be um so he's a nazi basically yeah um and not just a nazi a nazi that is just upset <laughs> like like there's the argument like oh nazis were just doing their jobs they're all pieces of shit but this nazi yeah. in particular yeah he was doing his job and loving it 
wants. <laughs> played great by Will. You're always going to get a great comedy from Will Ferrell. But yeah. <laughs> one moment in particular, which just absolutely fucking killed me. It's not even just a big moment. It's just one off-the-cuff line from him where he's talking about, like, <laughs> what he's saying, uh, where he's talking about them being brought in by the BBC, which is, first of all, that's just a very funny line, the way he says it. Yeah. Filthy British lies. <laughs> then he talks about Churchill, who was a terrible painter. And then he goes, Hitler. Now there was a painter. He could paint an entire apartment in one afternoon, two coats, and that just fucking killed me. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just such like a needless Hit- brag, isn't it? Yeah, like, just the fact that Hitler was a fucking... Hitler was a painter, but just talking about it, and he's just painting walls in an apartment instead of just... <sighs> beautifully intricate paintings oh it just fucking killed me it's very funny <laughs> it is fucking stupid um yeah he he he, he brings about a really really fun mm-hmm. uh, again i wasn't it kind of expecting him to be as crucial as he was i thought he'd probably be in that one scene they take the play from him and fuck off yeah uh, but he kept appearing throughout the movie and i, I found it quite funny yeah, he, um, gets, he gets two numbers i believe Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I think he probably did. Um, the line about, like, do they ever say a bad word about Winston Churchill? I was like, give it 10 years, mate. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get round to him. We haven't forgotten. Well, like 50 years. But yeah. Because oh, this yeah, is so... in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I just, sorry, I just totally remembered. They put on fucking swash things. that was the moment for me and like they make a joke there's a running gag in the movie about how like i think we're in too deep and it's like i'll tell you when we're in too deep i'm like no i will you are (laughs) (laughs) if if you're if you're on a rooftop um with a guy who's definitely not a member of the nazi party putting on smart stickers and then pledging your allegiance to adolf elizabeth hitler um maybe you're in too deep I yeah. would say. A man that's just way too loyal to his weird Nazi pigeons as well. Yeah. Was one of them called a- wasn't one of them called Adolf? And he did yeah. a little salute. Yeah, then well. he immediately did a salute, yeah. That's very funny. That's um, very funny. So they, they they managed to bag the the writer. He agrees to do their show as long as, you know, they're they're faithful to the Fuhrer and everything like that. Um and then they go to get the director, Roger Debris. Um, I'll tell you what, the, the, the one thing, and maybe you're going to say I have a heart of stone for this. Oh, did you not like this scene? 
No, 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 don't try that. I did like this scene. Don't try what this homophobic <laughs> painting you're I wasn't doing. saying anything. It's just interesting, Lawrence. No, <laughs> shut up. No, I like the scene. Um, there's one specific uh, moment in the scene where, like, because this was, like, fire in again. It's, like, it's funny you, the, the Matthew Broderick's line deliveries are hilarious. Will Ferrell's being great. Nathan Lane's being great. Um, yes. And then, like, the, the, the gag of, like, the guy saying, like, yes, and then going, yeah, for like thirty seconds, I was like, I don't know. I just it felt like it's silly, but like I feel like the, the movie already showed that it's like so capable of being funny and clever. And I don't. Know, it felt like a weird cheap gag, and I was like, it's so often stuff like that is why I tend to be like hesitant about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So like, if the movie was entire, like if that was the caliber of humor, you would have been fair to assume that I probably wouldn't have had a good time. Yeah. But I don't know. It just felt like a weird. Like, can can you honestly tell me you laughed at that at that no, joke? Not really. No. Yeah, so does it not just feel like really weird to you? It doesn't feel weird. It's just a miss, really. Yeah, but it felt like such a like such a random bold miss. Like it, like I felt it felt like an idea on the day where the guy was like, "Wouldn't it be hilarious if I just said the no, S?" It's, for it's ages? definitely it's definitely in the show. It's yeah. in the show. So just know. weird. Maybe it's just one of those things that didn't really translate because it is quite funny in the show well yeah maybe, maybe again like in a different medium i'm sure it is probably quite funny because they play into more of the physical comedy of it but like they're just the reverse yeah. shot of like nathan lane looking like why is he doing this i was like it's only done once this? though it's only once yeah but and that for me like if they made it like a character thing maybe it would have even been funnier yeah or like worked it into the song or so i know the movie can't do this because that character was funny though yeah he's good he's very like, funny uh I, that wasn't his only defining straight like he there was a lot of other stuff about that character which is very i enjoyed the the moment where where he's introduced and then he's on the phone and then the, the doorbell rings with max and leo and he and he does that little like like i don't know that little like saunter as he goes to the door but then he's like back hurts yeah, he has yeah. To, like catch himself that was that was very fun and very relatable i must say. as a man who's experiencing back pain in my elder years it was very um, fun no he he is good i liked his um his like bizarre spock haircut that yeah, he's got going great. on as well. Um, yeah. No, just all in all, he 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 he's on the receiving end of uh, of one of the funniest lines in this, where they they're hiding uh, towards the end, and and he goes, "Come on, back in the closet," and he goes, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, that's very fun. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Um. So then we we move into keep it gay. What, what did you think of this? Obviously, you hated it because you're a raging homophobe. But uh, that, all of that being absolutely true, Nathan. Uh, I no, I thought I thought this was a fun number. Um, yeah. I, I I just love the fact that it's just unapologetically exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah, <laughs> I love the fact how it it kept um, what's the word I'm looking for? It just kept escalating in terms of how ridiculous it got. Like yeah. at the start of it, it was just really already pretty ridiculous because you got Roger in a big dress looking at the Chrysler Building, um, singing a song about being gay, and then and then it goes into like. As more and more people come into it, you get the entire fucking village people, like the fucking the cop, the fucking builder, the Native American, and with the big headdress and everything. It was all very fun. I enjoyed it. When he said, "Let me introduce my crew," I just went, "Oh fuck!" I know exactly where this is going. Like, yeah, if it's if it's gonna go gayer than this, there's only one way to go gayer than this. Yeah, when you introduce the queue. And they're not actually. I like the fact that 
uh, how do I say this? The, I like the fact that it's the song isn't actually about when they say keep it gay, they don't mean gay as in homosexual. It's yeah. gay as in happy, as in fun, as in like, you know, how the word was originally used. But I don't know, just the extra element of these, of just the extremely homoerotic just display on top of it. I don't know. It's just very fun. And then there's there's one, so maybe, so the, in with the crew, there's like everyone, but then there's the, like the lighting technician who is... Shirley. Yeah, just so... A like lesbian. yeah she's just obviously a lesbian like or like yeah. a stereotypical version um yeah um yeah i just i loved the it just was very funny and like they're, they're doing the can can towards the end and like one of the one of the blokes one of the other crew members uh like goes to touch her on the bum yeah. and like she turns around and she goes don't <laughs> it's, just <laughs> like, it's just very like it, look I yeah. don't know if all of those characters or, or all of those actors are gay or whatever. Because um, there are there are moments where I was like, this feels like stereotypically offensive. The whole thing's offensive. Like, yeah, it's I I think it is it is a little offensive, but it's it's also supposed to be. It's 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 always. I mean, the show's called fucking Springtime for Hitler for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the bit that's designed to be offensive. Like, yeah, that's, but I that's think I feel like there's there's like. All through it, there's there's things that are, you know supposed to make people clutch their pearls. I guess, like it's. <laughs> I haven't heard that expression in age. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you really dusted that one out for the musical episode, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brings out in me. <laughs> um, no, I know what you mean. That it's it's meant to be a little bit tongue in cheek and a bit shock yeah. horror, and like, but it's never it's never like fucking gay people yeah like, it's it's never they're never the butt of the joke no nathan lane's gay like yeah h- half the well majority of the cast is probably gay i think so it can be safely assumed that a lot of the people in that sequence are gay yeah probably <laughs> um but yeah so that that's a good number is where, where does that rank for you in your in your songs of this it's, it's pretty good it's probably probably on the lower end to be honest but still pretty good i enjoy yeah. it I think the se- I think the scene is good, but I think there's there's just so much going on. There's a there's a lot going on. Yeah, so it's hard there to is. like really, and it's in a smaller space with a with a bit more set dressing as well. So it's hard for them to have a big dance. Yeah. What did you think of Uma Thurman? She's great. She's talented. I can't tell if this part is just wildly sexist or not. I mean, yes, it is. <laughs> like by design, and I get that. Yes, but like there were parts of it I was just like, it was a bit just. Oh no! She's nothing. She's there to be sexy, and yeah, and then Matthew Broderick's uh, wife. Yeah, they didn't try to get her to do a lot of comedy. She was brought in as like the show-stopping. Um, she did do some comedy, mostly Swedish comedy. But... And but that, that's what I'm saying. It was all like yeah. it was all the joke of I'm Swedish. Yeah. Um, like because Matthew Broderick had a lot of comedy that wasn't I'm a loser. Yeah. So I don't know. She just felt a bit more. One note, as like as as she was brought in as like the showstopper performer, there was an element of like I would have liked to have seen her do more than just her audition number. Yeah, because um, because she's great, and like I I don't know, I just feel like there there wasn't much agency for her to be there, which is a shame because like, I feel like she probably could have been like more integral in the scheme or something. But it's I feel I feel like that's part of it though. It's like a raunchy comedy though, like it's. Uh... It's supposed to be a bit sexy. Fucking in like two minutes, Max goes on to sing a song about how he just fucks old women all day long. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's, but it's supposed to be a little bit raunchy and a little bit. Yeah, and and I don't think there's anything wrong to her like having 
like I don't think there's anything wrong for them having a raunchy character. But my my thing is, everyone everyone in the show or everyone in the uh, in the movie gets to be raunchy and do something. Yeah, where she only gets to be raunchy, so it's a bit like. No, I don't. I don't necessarily think that's fair. She she also gets to you know to be in the Broadway show and and also. Fair enough, her costume. Yeah, fair enough. But still, like, she... <laughs> you're proving my point, Nathan. <laughs> also, it's for like a fleeting shot. <laughs> yeah, but st- well, no, she's like got two parts in it. Um, springtime for Hitler <laughs> is and see, this is the moment where, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like this moment could just make or break you, really. Yeah, with, with and I, I don't mean you specifically. I just mean like anyone watching this, like. If if you're not on board, then this is just gonna like fucking throw you like through a ring. Like you have to be on board with it if if you're gonna accept this. And yeah, and yeah, springtime for Hitler is just where it it truly just goes off the fucking deep end, just in terms of ridiculousness and just like like I <laughs> I've I've seen this a number of times, and even still, like watching that sequence, I'm just like fucking. My jaw is just hung open at times, just because of how insane it is. What was it like for you watching that for the first time? Uh, yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I I was on board of it, so I was like, I knew that like of of all musicals and all shows and all movies and whatever, like this. This this part, from, I knew they were going to go balls to the wall with it because you don't set yeah. up this premise without pulling out all the stops. Yeah. I was thinking in a theatre, this is a wildly different experience, I'm, I'd imagine. Yeah. Because here we have, when it gets a bit too Nazi-ish, we have the safety blanket to cut towards a shot that is very not Nazi-ish. Yeah. I.e. just like Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane being like, Oh, they they like the show, or they hate the show, or whatever. Like, or like the audience just like looking shocked and like yeah. walking out and stuff. But like, you get yeah, that safety the show, blanket. You're the audience, like y- yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's <laughs> yeah. and that was my thing about it because I was like, you know, set design's a massive part of fucking making a like a Broadway show. So that yeah. big fucking Nazi sigil. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what it's called the 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 bird design thing that they have. Oh, the like the eagle thing. Yeah, yeah. That like that would have just been like hanging up on the backboard of the stage. Yeah. We where you don't have the safety blanket where they can show you shots of the audience to be like this is terror this is horrible and you you should be disgusted. Yeah. When you don't have that and like you say you are the audience, I could see this being. It could go one way or the other. <laughs> Goes on for a bit as well. Yeah. <laughs> just saying that for quite a bit. That's the thing, they yeah. can't just quickly change that scenery. No. Um But yeah, so no, but like in the actual in the movie, because that's what we're talking about more so, um, it's yeah, it's good, it's funny, uh, it's the right amount of like shocking. Yeah. And then I kinda saw where it was going when they in- when they brought out like the, the, the I didn't realise when um uh Will Ferrell broke his leg. Yeah. But like obviously then when Hitler is played by the gayest man that ever lived. Yeah. I would like I went he's going to camp it up, isn't he? He's and the, gonna... and the audience are going to realize that this is a satire. Oh, this is funny. This is they're making fun of Hitler. Whereas yeah. Will Ferrell like he would have been very sincere with it and very <laughs> played the truth of Hitler's story. Play, yeah. Very uh, very butch, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like um I I liked how their how their play just went 
or their scheme just went downhill with one casting choice. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is this hor- everything about this is horrendous, but just the just the portrayal of Hitler is enough to make it a satirical masterpiece. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just thought it was really, really interesting. I liked how like shocked the audiences were, but then I realized that they were like, you all bought tickets to a show called Springtime for Hitler. What the fuck were you expecting? <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah. I don't know what you'd expect with that, but, but even if I bought sh- tickets for a show called Springtime for Hitler, I'm not sure I would expect that opening. Just like, <laughs> just an onslaught of just, <laughs> just, um, you know, just girls dressed up in various German iconography, a big sausage, you know, yeah. a pretzel. <laughs> just fucking ridiculous. Just a big, like, German tankard of beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so fucking stupid and ridiculous. And then on top of that, you got John Barrowman. Yeah. Oh. Um, and his bleached blonde hair. His bleached blonde hair. <laughs> just playing the Nazi officer. <laughs> that was the icing on the cake for yeah. me when he when because obviously now he's so recognizable yeah um, and when he when he came out and his hair is so drastically different from how we've ever seen it mm. and i and i just I, I went oh it's john byron they've died oh fuck it's the aryan thing <laughs> and i just went oh no yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that was that was that was fun um terrible but fun terrible before i also love just the the detailing on this sounds so fucking bizarre just the detailing on hitler's costume as well the <laughs> fact that it's just like it's like what you'd expect it to look like but it's also like really glittery and sequency like the the like the iconography like the ss and all that sort of stuff it's all just glittery and stuff yeah which is just very funny i enjoy that um but yeah i'm <laughs> so weird but i actually really like that song just the the bit where he's where Hitler's monologuing and singing it's so it's so ridiculous but it's it's a good song as well though. it's one it's one that you're not putting over the orcs is it though <laughs> no, I was even when <laughs> even when I was watching it Monday night I was like oh, I better turn this down a bit yeah neighbors here <laughs> I had a I had I was watching this and and midway through this sequence um yeah. luckily there wasn't anything too horrendous on the screen. Um, yeah. I, I I had a knock at the door from the postman, and I <laughs> so I paused it, uh, and obviously, but like where I don't know what he saw because as as you walk up my driveway, you can just see straight into my living room. Yeah. So like he he might have got a good look at me, just presumably <laughs> just watching like a Nazi rally concert. Everyone just saluting Hitler as yeah. he <laughs> But like if he saw the wrong twenty seconds, I'm forever changed in the eyes of that postman. Yeah, yeah, maybe so, you are. <laughs> Unless this Maybe. is his favourite movie of all time and he knows it. Um, so anyway, um, like we say, yeah. they change it from a... Sat- they change- the, the, the portrayal of Hitler makes it go from a, just a highly offensive play to a satire. Yeah. Which is... It's a hit. It's exactly what they didn't want. It's a smash hit. The plan's gone wrong. Very wrong. And they're, they're yeah. definitely going to go to jail. Yeah, and they uh, do. Well, and they do. Max goes to jail. They both kind of go to jail. Oh well, eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Broderick's <laughs> like, gotta gotta have sex a few times first. I he's guess. gotta go to Rio first and get married and then have sex. Um, um, I I enjoy the fact that fucking um, again, just so weirdly 
earnest but ridiculous at the same time and just very stereotypical over-the-top irish cops as well <laughs> yeah. just like hey what are you doing here boy with this <laughs> yeah just hey to be sure captain look at this look at this mess here it's it's like it's like how they went like how can how can every character in this be some sort of offensive stereotype yeah <laughs> I'd, like i look i'll be honest i don't know how this is regarded but like I respect the level that they went. There, there was they didn't pull a single punch. No, yeah. Um, which which was quite funny. Uh, I I love the fucking. I love how like the guy who is very clearly and and vocally not a member of the Nazi party and has never been. Um, <laughs> it like the the like part of the climax is that he just comes in and wants to shoot them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good scene. fucking absurd yeah and then what's even more absurd is the fact that max just tells him to go and kill all the actors instead <laughs> just go on a fucking wild spree and just kill everyone <laughs> he sees green then he? he's just like yeah i'm a despicable guy it's true um, yeah the, the, my second favorite li- my fir- my first favorite line is i'm wet in this yeah my second favorite line is you you, you can kind of hear it because it's as Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick are screaming at each other, but his it's the fat breakdown. Oh yeah. That he has when he just goes, Fat <laughs> Fat Fatty Fat yeah. But then like as as Nathan Lane is screaming back at him, he only says it once, which makes it even funnier, is he goes, Fatty Fat Walrus <laughs> Yeah, he does. And Nathan Lane is rightfully he's just standing there being like, I'm not even that fat <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, very fun. Yeah, where where are you? Where are you at with the 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 ending of this? Um, so I really like the song "Betrayed." It's probably yeah. one of my favorites. I love the whole, you know, the whole recounting the whole show part and all mm. that sort of stuff. It's all very fun. <laughs> the moment where somebody else's life flashes before his eyes is very funny. Yeah. I enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes fucking me laugh so quite a lot. Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my my only thing about the ending is that I feel like it it goes on a bit long. Um, yeah, I I just think like so for me the hook of this and and I'll like I don't want to show all my cards but it it, it brings me back at the end it won me over again. Yeah, but like it it got when when the ending went on for a little bit long. Um, cause I was thinking my, my investment in this was the show going wrong and the scheme. Yeah. And I was never too, like I've said, I've said the whole show, I, I liked their, um, their bond and like how they, not so much their bond, how they work, how, how two performers work together. Um, they had a very good, like on screen chemistry, um, Nathan Lane and, and Matthew Broderick. But then when it like went on for a bit long, and I think when you separated them as well, because obviously uh, Matthew Roderick went to Rio and, you know, when when it wasn't the betrayed number, I was a little bit like, oh, t- t- the play's done and these two yeah. aren't together anymore. So for me, I was going like, they were two massive components working for me that you've taken out and the ending is still going on. Yeah, it, it, I, get, I get what you're saying because it does kind of feel like the what they're building to and the big climax of the show is springtime for Hitler. Yeah. And there's quite a bit of stuff left after that's finished. There's yeah. like, there's a bit to go still. So, so yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. I, I'd, I'd agree with that as well. I do very much enjoy the scene in the, the courthouse um, where they're, they're singing that till him song and they're just having a moment singing that. And then Max like sings a line. I can't remember what line it is, but he just sings a line and then just like walks out the door. 
<laughs> and it just like leaves the courtroom. It <laughs> comes back, in a, back in a moment later, a gunpoint as well. I like That's how even like moment. even in like a moment where he's bearing his soul, he's still yeah. like, if I can leave, I can just leave. <laughs> yeah, but it's just the calm way he just walks out as well. It's very fun. I enjoy that. Um, yeah, no, I know. I found it funny. Um, but yeah, like I said, it did win me back around in the end. Because like, when he returned from Rio and them two were like, he was like, this is the best man I ever met. I'm like, I don't think the show, I don't think the movie or show did any work in <laughs> selling that point to me. Yeah. But like you said at the beginning, it's just so earnest that you go with it. Yeah. Like they, true. like they're like leaning on each other's like shoulders and it's, it's like romantic. Yeah. And you go... Oh fuck! All right then, fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so then they go to prison and they're just doing the same thing again, basically. Yeah. They're just they're just putting on, um, uh, what I guess is a bad musical, Prisoners of Love or something. But but it but but I guess not because then it turns out to be a success again. But then it's good this time, so I don't know. Maybe they've just got one trick in their bag, which is just like. <laughs> We'll we'll think of something offensive, and then we'll get yeah. the same guy to play the lead, and then everyone yeah. will be like, "These guys are the masters of satire." Yeah, maybe that maybe that's their trick. They always they'll they'll get Roger every time, and they just make a bank. Oh, yeah. anyone that enjoys this that doesn't enjoy Jojo Rabbit, you owe that movie an apology. <laughs> you don't get to dislike Jojo Rabbit if you like this. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, no, I so. Big Chuck McGill. So then they're in jail, and yeah, then Chuck McGill breaks them. Well, he just says they're out of jail or whatever. (laughs) He comes in, he's like, you guys have successfully pleased so many rapists and sex maniacs that they're letting, they've they've just removed your sentence. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, good, good stuff. Um, Yeah, all all in all, uh, definitely on the more bizarre end of films that I've watched. It's very bizarre. It's, it's, but that's why I like it. I'm, I'm a big fan of absurd comedy. We both are. We both like Auntie Donna and that sort of stuff. And yeah. I feel like this this plays into some of that stuff. I just love ridiculous absurd comedy. Um, so, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, good time. Well, Nathan, we play go. me a theme song because we have a discussion to have. Any theme song? No, the one. I'll play the this one. one if you want. No! <laughs> Another happy question. So at the start of this episode, uh, I asked Nathan a question, which was, is this segment anything? Does anyone care? And I opened that floor up to the audience, so let's hear what they have to say first, Nathan. I agree or disagree, depending on what your answer was. Um, no, I just... I don't know! I feel like it's nothing. I, we said this before we started recording, but I forced what? your hand live on air. I, I like it. Maybe just because I like answering a silly little question, but I don't know. I I like the segment. I don't think it needs to go, but hey. I well, <laughs> at, ri- at risk of like, I, I look, I found this as a funny idea, but I have no idea where the end game of this conversation is. Great. So- I'll tell you where the end game is. What do you think? Let us know at Another Happy Pod on Twitter. Um, tell us if you think this segment is anything if it should stay, if it should go if it should change, what it should change to or just how you're doing let us know let us know 
Uh, Nathan, we have another podcast as well, don't we? We do. We're about to record it in about five minutes. It's all about Doctor Who. It's uh, a Doctor Who watch-along, rewatch podcast, whatever you want to call it. And it's called Still Got Legs. Comes out every Friday. No, this that's this one. Comes out every Monday <laughs> at 10 a.m. Um, and it's a good fun time. We're about to record the uh, final episode of Series 1. Um, so, uh, so David Tennant is coming. So David Tennant is coming. So if you were holding out for that, go and join yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can give us a little follow. Nathan already said on Twitter, but we are also on uh, we are on Tic Tac Toe. Give me uh, a high. A give me a low. Here's a question: Have you updated the Instagram recently? I have not posted on that Instagram in about three months. Yeah, I know because I checked <laughs> last night. <laughs> so you just wanted to put me on the spot then? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> There's been no posts there I don't in a care, because there's nothing. It doesn't do anything. Well, hey. I <laughs> yes? Disagree. I disagree. <laughs> okay. Give us a little follow there, even though I've almost <laughs> just definitely told you there's no reason to. Uh, next week, we are going to be doing this, finally. The way of water connects all things. Before your birth. And after your death. We've already said we're doing this at one point. Have we? And then we just didn't do it, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we're actually going to do it this time. <laughs> we're actually doing it this time. Because <laughs> it's, it's out on, on fucking digital now. <laughs> Great. Uh, so stay tuned for that. These episodes go out live uh, every Fridays at 10 a.m. And we're not live. Huh? We're not live. No, but they're, they're live on the feed. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Thanks for Bye. listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.